welcome back to another episode of Dad and Me, a podcast about a father-daughter relationship. Happy fall, y'all. It's coming, ain't it? It's, it's here. It's, yeah, it's here. It's like Gotta be ready. It's coming whether you want it or not. Exactly. So I love it. Um, I am your co-host, Kaylee Gray, with my dad. Brad Gray. Brad Gray. I like to call him Pastor Brad, too. Yeah, PB. PB. Um, but um, I'm kind of excited for today's episode. Today's episode is called Daddy Pleaser, which, um, you, you know. <laughs> okay, let's just let's just throw it out. Yes, I am. I am a daddy pleaser. This is something I have really, really had to work on. Um, and that I would say it's probably most of our arguments have come from probably this, me trying to please you and like asking for your opinion on things. I thought we weren't going to tell them we argued. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, we're, we're going to, we're just going to speak the truth. You know, you we're, in, we're love. In, in love. We're not perfect. And no. so, um, but this is, this is about um, daddy pleasing, which I think so many people struggle with. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. So, you know, I think, I think it's normal um, to want to ask your, your dad for advice. I know, we kind of talked about it on recent podcasts, but I always call and we like ask you what to do. And, um, I know it would sometimes frustrate you per mom. She told me that. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm, and talk to her. yeah, but I think too, one of the things is, uh, she had told you this. She's like, well, the reason Kaylee is always like calling you and asking you for all of these things is because she doesn't have anybody to like bounce ideas and things off of and so she's she's doing that to you because she's like you and I have each other which mom has you mm -hmm. you have mom and I don't have anybody and so I think I mean I have people but like you know what I mean yeah and uh and after that I feel like you were like oh it's something just like clicked you're like oh okay like I get that you were a little bit more nicer to answer the phone no, I'm just kidding think so no I don't know not that you were never nice but I think it's true daughters just always seek like approval and validation from their fathers because they they value that connection deeply yeah and, and it's important they get that connection it is you know and you know maybe some people don't have a relationship with their father or or whatever the case may be, maybe their father's passed away already, or maybe they just didn't have a good relationship. Maybe father was just not there for him. But, you know, there's hope, you know, through Christ. And, you know, we have a heavenly father, and there's other people that have stepped in, I know, in people's lives to make them feel appreciated. And, mm -hmm. you know, you need that kind of support system in your life. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. Um, the love that you can also receive, not only from your earthly father, but your heavenly father. Mm -hmm. And just even having like spiritual mentors and, you know, um, I have so many friends that have that. And I even have kind of like a, a second dad that I, you know, have, yeah. I mean, I have a great father, but, you know, just having that other relationship. So, um, but yeah, I think, you know, um, fathers kind of, I mean, fathers hold such a, a high, they're held in a higher regard and they have that like role model influence, yeah. you know, and they, they can shape daughters like understanding of love, respect, yep. and self worth just from like the words that they're speaking to them. Yeah. It's something that the the fathers really need to to make sure, and they need to step back and just kind of see the big picture. And you know, what is it I'm doing? You know, to my family, for my family, 
am I uh, being a blessing, you know, to my daughter? And because they they have certain needs that they need to be met. If not, you know, they can uh, really be kind of have some issues in relationships later on in life if there are certain things that are not met, you know, in their identity and all these things that kind of comes from the father. The mother's a nurturer, but the father has his role too. And I know our culture's kind of undermined the role of a father in many ways and tried to diminish it. But, um, you know, it is very important that dads be dads and, you know, do what they do. Yeah, no, I think that's so true. Like just self-worth and just even like um, how you treat people is really big. You know, one thing that fathers or husbands need to understand is that your children are watching and then how you treat your wife is sometimes what their daughter's going to expect in life and also how your sons are going to be treating their wives, mm-hmm. you know, so we need to uh, be a good role model in that and, you know, treat our ri- wives with respect and, you know, show them the love and things that they need in their life too. And, you know, kind of model that because, uh, most people ha- have the joke, well, I've turned into my father or I've turned into my mother, you know, I've, or I've fa- turned into my parents. You know, you hear you, as you get older, you say some things. and But there's a lot of truth to that. Whatever is modeled, you know, in front of us is usually a lot of times what we follow. And uh, we need to be aware of that. And it's a powerful and, thing. And kind of also what we desire. Because I think, too, there's, um, you know, for me, when looking for someone to spend the rest of my life with, uh, it's crazy how a lot of the characteristics I look for, I compare to you. I, you know, the saying daddy set the bar real high is so true because, you know, there's characteristics that I look that you currently have that I look and say, okay, does that guy have that? Like, cause that's mm-hmm. something that I know that I need and I desire. And so is that a characteristic that they have, which I know also like, where you are at in life and you know your stability and just all of your characteristics i know you probably weren't like that when you were you know my age or younger right. so it's something you've definitely grown into yeah. and like you know have learned more but it's also you know something you have to see okay does that person have those characteristics because yeah. a lot of times we do look you know mentorship you know is something that's been undervalued in our culture but you know the fact that young couples maybe go and talk to some older couples about you know certain aspects of relationship and how to do things how to approach things and you know it would go a long way because you do uh if you don't fight it too hard you're going to learn some things by experience and going and uh, you know life learning is very important and uh, it's important that we try to share those things with other people so they maybe not have to go through everything that we went through yeah I think that's what parents try to do for their children sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, that's so true and you know I think I think the father too kind of takes on that that role as the protector and the provider which nowadays like you know there's a lot more dual incomes and you know things like that so it's not just like all on one person but at least for like growing up for us you know like you were the provider for our family that was my responsibility Mm -hmm. and so I think just that protection there's so many times daughters really want that sense of security and safety and know that they're cared for yeah and there's so many ways you can do that and that you know when when you do that protection it just kind of you know, also in a through the back door, I guess it shows with acceptance. Mm. You know that you accept because uh, a daughter needs to feel that acceptance in her life. Yeah, and because uh, she don't get acceptance and love from her dad, well then 
you know, a lot of times, sometimes they try to find it in other ways. Um, yeah. And those ways usually are not healthy. Yeah. In a long-term relationship. So, yeah, um, so yeah it's a, it's a big responsibility being a father and mm-hmm. um, hopefully, you know, I know I've made a lot of mistakes along the ways. Like I kid around before, I would probably never coach my kids and baseball and softball but uh we had some good times but there's just some things you know that i wish i could get a do-over you yeah. know and uh you learn yeah you definitely learn and i think i know for me and i don't know if like other people struggle with this is like disappointing your dad yeah. like you i mean you never want to disappoint anyone but there's just something about disappointing your dad that hits a little different yeah and I think that hits you pretty hard because you. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. Me, I disappointed my dad all the time. <laughs> that didn't bother me a bit. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I just, you know, did my thing, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, something. And, you know, a thing that dads have to make sure, and any parent needs to make sure they get through to their kid, that, you know, love is unconditional. You know, acceptance is unconditional. You know, and it's not based on a child's obedience or their, them toeing the line or, or never making a mistake because um, sometimes, you know, in, in a wrong way, I think parents can, you know, send a, the message. It may not mean to that if, you know, if you do this, I will accept you. Yeah. If you do that, then I love you. Yeah. And we don't mean to do that, but, you know from our end of the bargain, we're trying to get stuff done, trying to get our kids to obey. So sometimes we send the wrong message uh, in the back door and it hurts hurts uh, that relationship. And maybe there's some misunderstanding that can happen between a father and a child just because of that, that, yeah. that way of doing things. I wanted to interrupt today's episode and talk to you about liquid collagen. Now, I've been taking liquid collagen for the last three years And when I first started taking it, I had no idea the benefits and everything from liquid collagen. Now, this is what has helped me, but not limited to. My hair has actually started growing. My hairstylist cannot believe it. My skin has become clear. It has helped with my gut health. My nails are growing stronger and longer. And so I have just been so blessed and thankful for the the results that I have been getting from liquid collagen. And so that's why I want to share it with you. I have a $10 off code for new customers, and I would love for you to click the link below so that you can learn more about the liquid collagen that I take. And the best thing about it, it's super easy to add into your routine. I take two tablespoons a day, one in the morning and one in the evening and it tastes amazing. So if you are ready to start taking liquid collagen, click the link below. And now back to today's episode. Yeah, I agree. Because you know, what child wants those negative consequences of like disappointing um, their their father. And so um, yeah, I think we you you do you desire for that connection with your parent. And you do everything you can to I mean thankfully I didn't have to do this but I mean I think there are are people that have to please their dads because you know they have to do x amount of thing in order to get their dad to notice them right and I thankfully I didn't have to grow up with that I didn't have I didn't experience any of that but I I do know people that do yeah any idea of perfection too or their parents you know they're they're thinking they're trying to prepare their kid for the future you know they want them to be the best at everything but sometimes that 
can send a message that if I'm not the best, then, you know, I'm not good enough. Yeah. You know, and I, I minister to a lot of people and I know a lot of kids have, you know, went through life and their dad doesn't want to be a part of life. And uh, just the bitterness that comes in their heart because, yeah. you know, they've lost that uh, idea of the stamp of approval that only a father can really give, you know, to bring, you know, that sense of uh, a blessing because a father's the one who blesses the child, you know, and it's a spiritual blessing. And, you know, many, many people are robbed from that. And that's unfortunate. Yeah, no, wow, that's so true. I think too, uh, just uh, we have, when you, when you have like a, a strong trusting relationship with your dad, you you value their opinion more and you mm-hmm. trust their judgment mm-hmm. which is i i definitely have like trust and respect for you there's a sign of reverence of respect towards you when someone disrespects you it makes me so mad because i'm like he deserves to be treated with so much more respect yeah. we had to work on that with you when you were younger <laughs> we did have to work on that cuz i'm such like a honor and respect kind of person right. and so um which is good but it is good, but I, I also was like, okay, like you can handle your own criticism, criticism yeah. and I don't have to take that on. Yeah. But you do, like you want, I think because of that, because when you have like a good relationship with your dad, you you want to, you trust his judgment, which like I, I always joke around, I always say like, well, you're like right 99.9% of the time, which I but like. But who's keeping score? But who's right? keeping score? Yeah. I mean, it literally used to frustrate me so much because like you would be right. And I think because of that, I think that's why I was like, well, maybe I should ask him, you know, or like, you know, you're the spiritual leader of the home. And I was like, well, you're closer to God than I am. You know, like I should ask you, like, if this is a good decision, like what's God telling you, you know, sort of thing. And I, you know, you taught me I had to go out on my own faith yeah. and to do that, which, you know, has been really good, but not saying that it's easy. Yeah. Because I don't hear from God for you anymore. Oh, you don't? Oh, maybe a little bit, but no. not most, most part. God talks to you. You don't need to talk to through me. No, exactly. Yeah. I think when you do, when you value and trust someone, you, yeah. you want their advice because, yep. or even, um, I think like. And there's good to get input. Yeah. And I think like life experiences too. There's just, you know, life experiences that you have gone through that I haven't gone through. And it's, you know, you don't want to make a mistake. And so you're like, okay, well, like, let's ask dad what, what I should do or how to do this because he's probably gone through this. Yeah. And that's the way it was, you know, in the old days back when I was a kid, no, but the idea (laughs) of you know, the generational thing where different generations did things together and mm-hmm. um, it's important. What frustrates me sometimes as a pastor is the fact that some people, when they get older, uh, they pull back and they're, they're not willing to share their life lessons they've learned with young people. They pulled out a ministry. They think, I'll let the young guys do it now or let the young girls do it now. And to be honest, you know, uh, we need each other's input. We need everything in our life. And that's the the benefit of a church, you know, the healthy idea of uh, relationships, multi-generational relationships. And, you know, maybe you've missed out on that father uh, blessing, you know, but you can still get some of that stuff, you know, from healthy relationships in the body of Christ. And, mm-hmm. you know, that may, be a, that may be an option for you if you're listening today and you felt like you've missed out on that. Yeah, no, that's so true. That's, yes, I 100% agree with that. Um, let me see here. Fathers 
we kind of talked about this, but fathers are kind of, like you said, mentors, like mm-hmm. whether I feel like you are not only mentoring the boys and I, but you mentor so many other people, you know, based on probably your occupation. Mm-hmm. But um, there's so many people that I know that look to you as that mentor figure. Yeah. Do you ever feel pressure from that? Mm, not really. That's good. I guess I don't really think about it that way. I mean, um, I just know that, you know, you, you just do the best you can. You're never going to be perfect, and you shouldn't seek perfection. I mean, mm-hmm. in the sense, you just think, you know, seek, you know, doing God's will today and and do the best you can. And, and you know, the idea that love never fails. You know, and it doesn't cost you anything to be kind. You know, all these things, you know, just kind of, and try to live your life that way. I mean, you're going to make mistakes. I mean, I, you know, I'm old enough to know now that you're not going to hit it every time. You know, I swing for the fence every time I preach a sermon. Yeah. Sometimes I might just hit a single, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm swinging for the fence every time. I want to do my best and, you know, and in relationships and it's the same way. You, you just want to try to make people better. Yeah. And when you make people better, we better ourselves. That's good. And that's just the way of trying to live your life if you can. Mm-hmm. No, that's really good. I think, too, like emotional connection. Like I've heard people say, like, oh, they don't have anything in common with their dad or they mm-hmm. don't know what to talk about. I I mean, honestly, from the outside in, we don't really have a lot in common. Like starting off, like, mm-hmm. you know, we had definitely different interests of different things. But um, I remember like something I would do is like on Sunday afternoons, like after we would take a Sunday nap, you know, of course, they're the best. Mm -hmm. Um, You'd be watching football. And I I think probably because the boys played sports, I like, you know, was drug around to all the games and like watching them play sports. So I learned sports at a young age. But that was something that I always did with you was like Mm -hmm. watching sports like we'd watch football and baseball and stuff like that. And you would teach me things like I joke around. I had a shirt one time. It said my daddy taught me about Jesus and past interference, you know. And so I think like trying to find those like common interests of things like uh, we would go on walks together, you know, just take time to like say, hey, let's go on a walk together and. You know, sometimes we would talk, but sometimes we wouldn't really talk a lot. I don't even remember what we would talk about. Only reason I didn't talk is because you got long legs and I got short legs, <laughs> and I can't breathe and talk, walk at the same time and keep up with you. So I had to focus on one thing. Focus on breathing. Try to keep up with Kaylee. Trying to keep up with Kaylee. Yeah. Um, that's so funny. But yeah, like I think that's something. You know, I think people say they struggle with. They don't know like what to talk yeah. to somebody about. And you just have to find a common interest and maybe it's something that you don't know anything about. And like, it's like asking you and like you teaching and learning. Like I, you know, sometimes like I would to spend time with you, I would go to job sites with you for Mm -hmm. your electrical business and just push scaffolding around or, you know, do stuff or like pass you wire, things like that. And it wasn't like anything I enjoyed because I don't really like manual labor. I really mm-hmm. felt like that's why you asked me to do it is because you just needed some manual labor. Oh, I needed free labor, yeah. Yeah. But um just finding like that, like just finding something to talk about. And yeah. I think that really helps like boost your relationship and finding, you know, something to do. Maybe it's like a TV show. I know right. we've bonded over TV shows too. And just like being able to like talk about it. I know that's like seems so small. 
um, of something to do, but it's such an easy way to connect with someone. Yeah. You really have to pursue that. If you don't, yeah. you're going to miss out. I mean, you can't just take relationships for granted. You have to find common ground. And, you know, the sooner you learn that it's not just about me, you know, it's about the other person. And that takes a while, a while to learn sometimes that, yeah. you know, uh, we have to take an interest in what other people do. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, we're going to end up alone. Yeah. Yep, 100%. That's I mean, that's all relationships. That's like father-daughter relationships. That's like relationships all around. And so, and I think too, like, was there anything that you ever like did to like find like a commonality with me? Can you think of? Well, I mean, and you know, trying to encourage you in your dance and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that used to be your main sport that mm-hmm. you like doing and you know, I didn't want you to feel slighted from the boys, you yeah. know, in the sense because, you know, I understand soccer and baseball and football, you know, better than I do dance. But um, I'm, for those who don't know me, I'm rhythmically challenged. Mm-hmm. You know, I can dive sideways and catch a football, but I cannot clap to keep my in rhythm to save my life. I mean, I just have no... Uh, no ability and mm-hmm. singing ain't that great either for me, you know, but uh, I knew it was something that you enjoyed doing. So I try to, you know, I can, like I said, I ha- before we mentioned, you know, I do, I, I can pick out imperfections and I have to watch that, but, you know, just to help, you know, do things better, you know, try mm-hmm. to show an interest that, Hey, he is watching. Yeah. He, he, you know, he showed me that I can do this a little better and, yeah. and things like that, you know? So yeah, it just takes, you know, trying to be interested in something the other person enjoys too. And mm-hmm. that's that's important in marriage also. Yeah. A lot of times we get a little self-centered and selfish. I suppose selfishness is one of the major things that really destroys a lot of relationships. Oh, I bet 100%. Yeah. 100%. You know, something I've uh, kind of wanted to, to bring up in this uh, podcast here today is the idea of being able to allow your kids – I guess, more rope as they grow up. Mm-hmm. A lot of, I think, the mistake that, you know, probably some parents do is they try to over-father or over-mother their children as they come into the ages getting, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I mean, the goal of every parent should be to prepare their kids for the future, you know, and, and some people do it, you know, just financially. They think if they throw some money, they're, you know, to me, it's like the government keep throwing money at something, it'll fix it, but it won't. You know, and so one thing that I learned, and I, I don't know how I learned it, I just, I guess, knew it somehow, is the fact that as my children got a little bit older, you know, I would let them make their own decisions and give them more rope to do more things. I mean, you know, and it's, you know, they had to live with the consequences of those decisions. I mean, but, you know, the idea of starting to trust them and get them to understand that they can, you know, maybe start to trust their own intuition and their own. Uh, decision-making capabilities and you know if you invest in your children at a younger age and try to show them the ropes on how things really work in life and and things like that it's just going to pay off uh, later they're going to make mistakes just like we made mistakes but Mm -hmm. you know the goal is to prepare you for for what's coming next because you know we won't be there all the time yeah you know and uh, of course with cell phones now (laughs) <laughs> you can be there anytime, right? Yeah. But I mean, when I was a kid, we didn't have that. You know, if you called somebody in another state, man, that was long distance. That cost you, cost you money. You know, so a lot of people didn't make those quick calls like we do now. Yeah. But, so you really had to like make sure it was something you wanted right, their advice on. Right. 
but you know I've always admired you kids of how you kind of picked up and you know just started to learn the to do your own thing you know I guess and, mm -hmm. and do it on your own and you know learn that dependency on God I mean that's the you know he's the ultimate heavenly father and to get that relationship with him so you can accomplish great things and yeah all of that no that's good I uh, you know there's a balance between seeking advice from your parents and then trying to make independent choices and like you said like you know you raise them and you're like preparing them for that but when it comes down to it it's really tough especially when you when it's your first time like having to make a decision and then if you make the wrong decision and then they're like well why didn't you do this and you're just like it, it's almost like why did I even make this decision on my own like why didn't I ask them mm -hmm. you know and like something like you've always taught me is like ask questions yeah and in a sense, that's great to ask questions, but what questions are you supposed to ask? Yeah. You know, and so that's, you know, something, you know, I've definitely had to learn over time and you've, you've helped me like certain questions to make sure to ask, to get all the information, but it's hard, you yeah. know, when, when you have to make those decisions. It's just kind of getting to the place where you got to figure out what's your end game. You know, mm -hmm. what do I want out of this situation? You know, maybe it's for my car or for an apartment or a house or whatever. What do I want out of this? So I got to ask the right questions so I can, you know, make the decision that I want to make. And, you know, and as you as you start to get that independence and you're starting to learn to uh, trust yourself and hopefully trust God, you know, uh, and you won't be like Esau. I mean, Esau, he saw that marrying the foreign women made his parents mad and he was mad at his mom and dad. So he just purposely went out and did that. And, mm -hmm. you know, there comes a time in life where, you know, you just got to get over it, you know, and get on with it, you yeah. know, and not, you know, make petty decisions just to, you know, irritate people. You just got to want to do what's best for you and well, hopefully what's best for everybody. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Cause I think, I know I've had to make decisions and you maybe like a hundred percent didn't agree on them. You supported me, mm -hmm. but it maybe like wasn't what you wanted but you 100% supported me, which I appreciated. Because it was your decision Be to make. Yes, because it was my decision to make. And I think it worked out. But um, I think there that's something, too, to learn. Like, as a parent, like, you have to let your children make those decisions. Yeah. And it's hard. I mean, yeah. it's, prob it's probably hard for me to, like, make the decisions on my own. But it's probably hard for you to, like, let me make those decisions. And it starts at a younger age. You just don't wait till somebody's 18 and say, here, you know, go have at it. You mm -hmm. know, but when they're younger. And I guess the biggest mistake, you know, I think, you know, we make as parents is that, you know, when the kids are going through middle school or high school, you know, we're afraid to let our children fail. Mm. And because a lot of times it's a self-image issue on our part that we think, you know, we know that our, we believe that our kids are an extension of us. So if they make a mistake, well, then it's our fault. So we don't want to do that. So we try to mm. over-father them or over-mother them and we step in and deliver them from all their problems. And, you know, that's a, that's a bad thing to do because sometimes, you know, we learn or we at least remember our mistakes and we don't want to do that again yeah you know so true. i'm not talking about a serious thing where they go to jail maybe you try to hide evidence no i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah but you know you you tr you know age appropriate decisions that hey they decided to do this and now it's their time to you know figure it out you yeah know, find a way you know and that's just very important because then you'll be prepared for the future because you know uh, sometimes 
you know, the Calvary don't show up. You know, sometimes you just got to deal with it yourself and, mm-hmm. you know, get her done. And that's just, that's important. It is important. Do you feel like, and I, we might have different opinions on this. I think it's okay to want to please your dad, mm-hmm. but I think it's like to an extent. Yeah. Cause you can become too much of a daddy pleaser, but I think deep down you should be a little bit of a daddy pleaser. Yeah. I think it's kind of the idea of you want to bless, you know, um, maybe your father because he's been such a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meaning me. Yeah. But, you. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just, you know, sometimes you want to do that out of honor and respect. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think you, from what I see, I don't, you don't get your self image out of that. I think you're good in your self image and, and things like that, strong enough in who you are in Christ. Yeah. You know, that you don't. Uh, I think I used to struggle with it oh, a little probably bit. Did, yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah. And, uh, but you know, the idea of wanting to do that, yeah, I think it's okay. You want to, you know, please, you know, I mean, I, you know, I want to please my Heavenly Father. Yeah. You know, and I don't do it because I'm trying to get a relationship with Him. I already have that and I'm not, no matter what I can do, I can't make that better. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you love somebody and you care so much for somebody, it's only natural you'd want to please them. Yeah. You know, and that's why I do, you know, what I do for God. It's not about trying to gain acceptance or relationship or, you know, asking God to give me something. If I do good, he's going to give me something. No, that's not how it works. You know, I just do it because, you know, I, I lived as a sinner. I know what it was like to live separated from God. And then I know what it's like to live connected to God and how important that is. Yeah. And uh, so that's why I do what I do. And I, you know, I think that's how we need to kind of, you know, understand the concept of, of relationships. You know, um, if you love somebody, you never want to hurt them. Yeah. Well, we do. We make mistakes, but primarily deep down inside, you know, we uh, never never want to hurt somebody we love no we don't this is good amen i liked it and i i being a daddy pleaser um i will say it is something i was probably uh still i feel like i still am working on not being so much of a daddy pleaser i think i'll always be some you know a daddy pleaser but it is out of a sign of respect and honor towards you um you know my future husband will someday have to answer the call and you know talk through everything who knows maybe i'll still, nope. still call you be like dad what do i do well, my husband said this but i don't think he's right yeah <laughs> oh gosh hopefully yeah that could start a war so let's not do that um but yeah no i i'm very thankful just for our relationship to be able to openly talk about it and it it has been over the years a learning process for me yeah. well for both of us yeah, yeah. you know the is the most amazing thing to me in life is the fact that you know, just because we can make a baby, people think they can raise a baby, mm. you know, and we don't invest in trying to gain more information, you know, on how to be a better parent, how to how to do things. You know, and a lot of times some parents, when they set out, well, I'm not going to make the mistakes my mom and dad made on me. Yeah. And but history repeats, repeats itself, you yeah. know, when you get in that situation. So, you know, there could be a lot of you know, it's good to learn how to be a better parent and how to be a better person, how to be a better husband, how to be a better wife, you know, all these things, because uh, it's an awesome responsibility to be a parent and to be able to, you know, bring these children up in the world and to see God uh, do great things. 
Yeah. Yeah. This was so good. I, I love this, this topic. Yeah. I think it was, I hope this topic helps you, you know, whether you've been a daddy pleaser or not. Um, hopefully we can shed some wisdom and some help in that yeah. aspect, but it's been fun. Thanks, yeah, Dad. Thank you. Thanks for sharing your wisdom today. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's episode of Dad and Me. Be sure to subscribe so that you are here for when we drop our next episode. And we can't wait to see you then. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>